Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to all of you. As you guys, some of you know, we were doing a little spring vacationing in Disneyland. <laughs> the happiest place on earth. If you're, say, younger than about nine. Other than that, <laughs> pretty adult. It's an interesting experience. Let's just leave it at that. Thankfully, Zoe, I just love the place more than I, she's happier than I've ever seen her be before. Aside uh, this past Christmas when she thinks she saw Santa, still not sure. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> Joey, any thoughts on Disneyland now that we're back? Are you still in recovery mode? Uh, you know, honestly, I, I thought when the plane landed the second time, the first time, because, you know, both of you and I were a little, let's just say, cautiously optimistic that she wouldn't be a, a savage on the plane. That uh, the first time I thought, okay, maybe it was the luck of the Dramamine. The second time I thought, okay, this, the fact that she, not only was she really good, but we got compliments on her behavior, you know, that she was quiet and nice and everything. Because, you know, when you sit on a plane and you see a small child slash toddler era kid, aren't you thinking this flight is going to suck? I know I always think that when, <laughs> when we're like that. And it was funny that next to us was that newborn that also had, you know, did a great job. But anyway, when we landed the second time and she was so good, I thought, you know what, that's proof that prayer works. Because I'd been praying so hard that she would not be a savage the whole time. I'm like, you know what, that's good stuff. So anyway, that's you know what, what I thought. You know what was really funny is that Julie does not like the taking off and the landing. She gets visually nervous. And uh, Zoe was like, whatever, dude. Whatever, dude. Let's just get this thing. I got, I got some TV to watch. Can we just get this over with? <laughs> she just didn't even care. She's only four. Anyway, I'm glad we're back. So, Julie, um, we have exceeded our goal of having 300 five-star reviews for our book. Looking and I think there's probably yeah. – Yes. Can you please acknowledge – and listen, guys, for all of you who helped to – help us accomplish that goal by our last Friday uh, deadline. I really sincerely appreciate it. Um, it's one of the you know best reviewed books on Amazon. I think it's pretty pretty much the only book that was specifically written for agents who don't want to screw around, just want to hit the ground running and build successful uh, real estate careers. And uh, the feedback you guys give us on the book, I have to tell you is incredibly meaningful to Julie and I because we're not often confident that you guys are understanding the nature of what not what we're saying because what we're saying is easily understood but why we're saying it and, and i mean you guys get that and i really i love it because you're understanding that we're what we're trying to fulfill is our i don't know if you want to call it obligation that's how it almost feels our inherent obligation uh, to the industry the real estate industry because it was the real estate industry that took julie and i from you know less than nothing to where we are today it really truly was it was the vehicle to help us basically become rich and now that we've accomplished most of our financial goals and are still obviously setting new ones every day. Um, we realize what a blessing this industry is. We get asked on a regular basis, this podcast is listened to by 118,000 yesterday, 100 and probably 25,000 today, you know, that just a lot of people. And uh, 
not all of them are agents. And we get emails from people like, you know, entrepreneurs and business people, because it's one of the top like 15 podcasts on iTunes in our category. And so we get a lot of listeners and, you know, iTunes recommends, you know, Hey, you like this podcast, you like the Harris's podcast kind of thing. So we get a lot of people listening that aren't necessarily in the industry, but they always ask the same question. You know, I'm in the insurance business or I'm in this business, the other business. And I'm just wondering, should I get in real estate? And it's like, the answer is always yes, because real estate, selling real estate is, I cannot think of another business that's so amazing where you can literally build a business and you can take six, 7%, 5%, I know in some cases, margins on people's real, on houses that you don't have to actually own. You can make margins on product you don't sell. I don't know if you guys have ever thought about that from a business perspective, but there's, there's no other industry like that. I mean, you can literally start in the real estate business with for less than a thousand bucks for your license probably. And you can then go out and take listings. That's what we do. We show you how to get listings. And you can end up having, what, a million dollars, $10 million, $100 million in inventory. People's houses that you have listed that cost you nothing every month, that you have to pay nothing uh, as your product. And then you get to make margins on those pro- on that product. There's nothing else like that. Can you guys think of anything? I can't. So look, I know there's a cost associated with being a successful real estate agent. I know there's costs associated with running a successful real estate practice. But it's nothing like any other kind of business I can think of. So, heck yeah. And when we get that question, I don't even blink. I mean, of course, real estate is a blessing, but it also can be a huge curse. It can be an enormous time-wasting, money-sucking, you know, energy-depleting curse if you don't do it right. And there really aren't a million ways to do it. A lot of people will tell you that. It's not true. They'll say, oh, you can make your real estate business, your business around your personality. It can be your creative outlet. You can work on your brand and your logo. You know, you can build a little book. No, don't think of real estate like that. Don't think of any business like that. A business is designed to make profit. A business is, and it only makes profit if it's providing a high level of service to ideally thousands and thousands, if not millions and millions of people. Or in your case, many of you listening will be happy with dozens and dozens. I get it. But the reality of it is, is the profit is the actual product of what you're doing for a living. And you have to think of it like that. So don't think of it as a creative outlet. Don't think of it as a way for you to express yourself. Don't think of it as a, anything other than what it is. It is a vehicle for you to basically fulfill your dreams. It is an opportunity for you to be of service to others. And when you do that at a high enough level and a high enough level, you will have lots and lots of money and lots and lots of profit if you run the business the way we tell you to run it in Harris Rules. And when I read these reviews, I am so overwhelmed with gratitude towards all of you because you guys get the message. The message that we preach it's not bullshit. The message that we preach is about work. The message that we preach is about doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. That's a pretty unsexy message, I have to say. Who else is out there telling you to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level? Nobody. Nobody tells you that. They all want you to believe that it's about your mindset and your, and your go birds and, your, and all these other sort of like cerebral mental masturbation type things. It's not, guys. It's about hard work. It's about sucking it up. It's about doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. It's about being worthy of the success that you want to have and not thinking you're entitled to it. It's about actually learning how to be the best version of you as a salesperson. When you have that mindset and that approach to business, that's what makes you unique. That's what's going to draw people to you. That's what's going to make you successful, make you a lot of money. All this other stuff, guys, you got to see it for what it is. It's goofiness, it's silliness. And our industry, not just our industry, but our industry especially, but pretty much the whole small business genre is filled with all these false hopes. Remember social networking about 10 years ago? Holy moly, that was going to be replacing the phone. Nobody was going to be using the phone. No face-to-face communications if you weren't social networking. 
And then it went to the next trendy topic, the next trendy topic. You guys notice if you've been in the business for any amount of time, you've seen these trends, trends ebb, ebb and flow. Now, some of those trends, when they bubble up, do have some legs. You can make money doing them, but they only generally will last where they'll be profitable for maybe six months, but nothing will ever replace the types of things that we ask you guys to do, ever. And, you know, Julie had a coaching call. Her first coaching call today was, um, actually, Julie, what's his first name remind me? Sean. Yeah, we won't say his last name. So he has a very successful real estate practice in Maine, and because he's uh, prospecting base. Massachusetts. He didn't, yeah, Matt, I'm sorry. I always say that. Sorry. Massachusetts. He is also, get this, guys, going to be living in Hawaii in tandem at the same time, and he's going to be starting real estate practice there. And we've had many clients do that. We've had clients in Michigan who start practices in Florida. They do it simultaneously. They don't want to live in Michigan for the winter. Hey, we moved from Ohio. We moved because we didn't want to be there in the winter either. You guys, when you're prospecting based and you're not based on buying leads and all this other Mickey Mouse and, you know, when you're actually willing to work for your money, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, you have a real business, you have skills, you have the ability to live wherever you want to live in the world, not just in the United States. We have clients in Italy, we've had clients in Germany, England, Australia, and all what we what we ask you guys to do works globally. So. Thank you for your book reviews. Julie, please do acknowledge some of the folks, and then let's get to our topic. Yes, absolutely. So just a couple of quick most recent reviews. One from JT regarding the book we were referring to is Harris Rules. If you haven't gotten it yet, just go to Amazon.com and type in Harris Rules book and choose how you would like to either download or receive that. JT writes, I have been in the real estate business for a few years and love the practical information. It's always back to the basics. Prospect and have a goal-setting mindset. This book also reminded me to be focused. Remember, focus stands for follow one course until successful. And then from Marco Delgado, the, he writes, this book is a guide for the novice to the veteran in real estate. It's a roadmap to success. If you apply what Tim and Julie teach, no fluff, no bull. This is a book full of golden nuggets. Read it if you want to succeed. Thank you, Tim and Julie Harris. So those are our two latest reviews. We'll sprinkle a few more on you on tomorrow's podcast. And then on over to our private Facebook page. I think this is a great example of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it and what kind of results you get when you do that from Chelsea Holden. Chelsea writes, woohoo, so I got way out of my comfort zone this morning and called for the first time ever for sale by owners in my area, otherwise known as unrepresented sellers. I talked with two, left voicemails for the rest, received one call back, total currently for now are two appointments set for next week. I'm getting my PLP and my FedEx package to send out today, okay? So eight for sale by owners attempted, two appointments set, okay? How long did that possibly take, okay? It's just amazing what you can create when you talk yourself into doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. Chelsea wrote, I'm way out of my comfort zone. This was the first time ever calling and that many appointments were set. So nice job there. Lots of uh, additional victory dances and success stories on our private Facebook page just for our premier elite and VIP members. So ready to get back to wrapping up our discussion. I think we probably will get through most of our points here about 20 simple but effective prospecting rules. I thought I'd use that for sale by owner story as our segue. Back to you, Tim. 
I was just, I'm over on the Facebook page right now. I'm looking at our public one, the Facebook board slash Tim and Julie Harris. I'm uh, uh, scanning through the pictures we posted. I'm looking at a picture of Zoe um, uh, meeting the, uh, what was that thing, the big orange thing with the yellow the facial Lorax. hair? The Lorax. Yeah. Lorax. <laughs> but, yeah, man, she was happy to see that the Lorax thing. I think that's what, I don't know, those Loraxes didn't that exist. That was the highlight for her. Yeah, meeting the Really good. All right. Okay. So those of you with kids, those of you without kids, believe me, I understand. Um, those of you with kids, you understand. All right. Warning. 20 mindsets destroying success ending words and phrases part four. Is that what you're doing? Nope. Nope. I already corrected that. Where are, and it's oh. in your email, 20 simple but effective prospecting rules, which I will reset oh. to you right now. No, no. I got it. I got it. So um, go ahead. Pick up okay. the next point. Okay. So we were about halfway through when we last left off, so I'll just kind of bridge through there. Point number 10, and this is such a common question. I think people use it as an excuse because it's fairly figure, easy to figure out. How do I get phone numbers? Well, for sale by owners and for rent by owners are easy. You have no excuse because, you know, they advertise their phone numbers. But the rest, like expireds, withdrawns, temporarily off the market, that kind of thing, you have some choices, and they all have similar pricing. They're not that expensive. The RedX.com, LeadSenders.com, MojoSells.com, LandVoice.com, and Vulcan7.com. And I think there's probably a handful of others, but really there's no excuse but to get phone numbers. Now, we had a little discussion about the fact that the next thing that happens once they sign up for this is they start complaining that they don't get 100% of phone numbers. Who cares? Call the ones you do have phone numbers for and door knock the rest which leads me to point number 11. Door knock the hey, ones Julie, without on. phone numbers. Hold, hold, yeah. hold on a second. I'm scanning, I'm scanning your notes. Um, guys, I want to add something to Julie's list. How do you get phone numbers? Sure. Um, so here's – go to Zillow. Oh, you won't hear me saying that very often. But go to Zillow, and then I want you guys to pick through the, the pull-down menus, and I want you to go to the Make Me Moves. Um, and the Make Me Moves are essentially uh, pre-FISBO leads. That's the best way to think about them. We have coaching clients who right now basically will be swearing at me because I'm telling you all this. But go to Make Me Move on Zillow, and then I want you to go through and look for all the folks in your greater area that have listed themselves as Make Me Move. Not all parts of the country are you going to find a lot of listings, but if you're in one of the major cities, you will be stunned by the number of people that have uh, said, hey, look, if someone will come and offer me X price for my house, I'd be more than happy to sell it. Those are listing leads. You guys need to call them. Another, the other thing that's – now, you can get this from uh, Zillow. This is free from Zillow, which is nice. Uh, go and look for the pre-NOD or look for the notice to default. So look for the default, basically. You, again, it's an option in the pull-down menu. I, I, not always will there be phone numbers. The making moves will always be phone numbers. Not always will there be phone numbers, but you can then at least start on another path to securing more listings. Guys, there are literally dozens and dozens of ways that you can go out and get listing leads. People who right now have their hands in the air, one form or another, saying, I must sell my house. That's where your best energies in your real estate practice need to go every day. You ask yourself, would you rather have five buyers or would you rather have three listings? Or would you rather have 100 buyers or would you rather have 10 listings? Every one of you would rather have the listing. Don't believe the Mickey Mouse that you have to wait forever, that you, there's somehow some kind of like long process before you're allowed to become a listing agent. We sold over 100 houses our first year. Now, this, we're in our 40s now, and this is, you know, we're in our early 20s, but what we did still works today. So you guys need to be focusing all your best energies, not on buying leads, not on forming teams, not on doing, well, guys, listing agents, that's where it's at. If you want to learn 
to fast track to become a powerful listing agent. We've made it easy for you. Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and you will be um, given a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches who will help you with your lead generation wheel. And also, we're going to give you five books, or maybe it's six books, and one of which is the Real Estate Treasure Map, which is your fill-in-the-blank business plan. So go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. I haven't checked today, but generally speaking, we're able to fulfill coaching calls within 48 hours. So just go there, schedule your coaching call, and uh, put all just guys open your minds. And I realize if you've only been in this business for 10 years or less, you've grown up in the land of buying buyer leads and teams and all this stuff. But realize that the best, most successful, profitable, frankly, rich agents in the country, the ones with the most net profit, are the ones that are focused primarily on becoming listing agents. This is a rule. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. So why not just do what the most successful people in the industry are doing and focus all your best energies on becoming a listing agent? That's how you do it. Point number 11, Julie. Yes. Point number 11, door knock the ones without phone numbers. There is no do not knock list, and most of your colleagues will be too lazy to do it. Advantage on your side. Point number 12, have a dedicated prospecting area that includes a standing desk, those are easy to find on Amazon and other places. A headset, wireless phone, exactly, so you can walk around, wireless phone, scripts on your wall so that you don't have the excuse that you couldn't find your script, goals from your treasure map, pictures of things that motivate you, and a mirror so you can look like the person that I would want to list my house with. Some of you guys, you know, you sound like what you look like when you're talking yourself into doing this, and maybe that's not the best thing. Maybe you got to work on that. Okay, when you smile, you sound more enthusiastic, so you want to have a mirror in your office and a dedicated prospecting space. Maybe you call it your dollar productive space, your profitability zone. However, you've got to label it so you're clear on what you're there to do. Okay, related to that, point number 13, have a prospecting ritual. Prospect every day at the same time as if it is a critical appointment. It is. It's an appointment with your future income. It's interesting, Tim, that when agents get off their schedule, what's the first thing that goes? It's the prospecting, right? Oh, of course. It's like anything qualifies to wreck that particular appointment. And yet, you'll make sure that you update your Facebook page, right? That never gets thrown under the bus. So have a prospecting ritual. And a lot of people will ask when the best time is to prospect. And we talked about this on previous podcasts a lot. Any time that you make yourself do it, of course, but you want to add a weekday evening and a Saturday morning, and then have a regular time that you do it during the day. Now, point number 14, which will help you with this. You've heard us say this before. It's in the Harris Rules book. It's in the treasure map. Practice a media-free morning to keep your mind clear. Don't clutter it with the drama from the news and all this other you know, crap that gets into your head. Practice a media-free morning. Anything you want to add to that, Tim? That's something a phrase coined by you. So, well, I mean, so move it to move it to a media-free life uh, on the plane um, there and back. We were watching the you know five channels, and three of which were the garbage news: CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. And I have to tell you guys, I just, I perused it. I listened to a little bit of it, and I have because Julie and I do live media-free lives. As far as we don't watch the news, listen to the news, we just don't have any tune into it at all, just don't care. I am stunned how all those major media outlets have really not, they're not about news anymore. It's almost about this, I don't even know what the word is. It's not entertainment, but I suppose it must be. People must watch that crap 
because it makes them, I don't even know what, honestly, I, I, I'm not going to even try to understand why you'd watch the news nowadays must be just because you want to feel confused, angry, you want to feel uh, vitriolic, you want to feel, I, I don't know, exactly, you want to feel like you're, you know, I, guys, it's insanity, it's really what it is, it's insane, to watch the news nowadays is literally a sign of insanity, there's nothing there that's of any value, if anything significant happens in the world, you're going to hear about it, you don't have to watch the news, but look at what that crap does to your mindset, it doesn't make you feel motivated, I was watching, um, uh, yeah, Lester Hall, NBC, I don't even know what the hell it was, Nightly News or whatever, and they were talking about like the top five stories they were talking about, and I was like, shit Joe, followed by shit Joe, followed by shit Joe, and then the last story was something like that was a little bit like optimistic, but it was wall to wall horrid, and it's like, why would you watch this? This isn't the freaking news. I know why, because people are addicted to the bad news. People are addicted to the crap. People are addicted to hearing all this horribleness about this, the other thing. They want to feel tribal. And nowadays, it's even gotten worse because we don't see ourselves, and I'm not going to get on a soapbox, but we don't see ourselves as Americans anymore. It's, oh, I'm a liberal, or I'm a conservative, or I'm a progressive, or I'm a this or the other thing. And we're getting broken into these smaller and smaller little subgroups, which it's insane. Where does all that go? Where is, how do you actually function on this planet in a really high level if you are in any way trying to basically classify yourself as one of those little subgroups. How are you going to live by the rule of doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level and being of service to others if you believe that you somehow are part of this little micro subgroup and as a result of that, those are the people, those are that's your tribe. You're never going to find any success anywhere. It's just the exact opposite of what you want to do if you want to have a rich, fulfilling life. So listen, the strongest advice I could give to any of you guys is to not watch the news. Not in the morning, though we do say media-free morning. Not in the afternoon, not in the day. Don't turn on the radio. <laughs> Just don't turn it on. You know, look, XM has got some decent shows. I, Julie and I love Dr. Laura. I mean, you guys can listen to stuff like that. Listen to music, but do yourself a favor and don't allow yourself to become part of the propaganda work. And you do not have to be part of a group. Be a Republicrat, okay? Be both. Don't be one. Doesn't mean you have to give up your conservative or your liberal values. Doesn't mean you have to compromise yourself. But stop talking about it. Stop being part yeah. of it. It's not going to help put you in a position to help people mindset-wise, and you sure attack won't make as much money if you're trying to be one or the other. It doesn't work that way, Julie. Well, it doesn't mean you have to listen to nothing either, okay, because I appreciate, you know, getting some new information. One of the things that I really enjoy is listening to podcasts and reading books about housing-related things like architecture and art and things that you know might slip out of your mouth during a listing presentation. There's a lot of fascinating things about, you know, how Monticello was built and Italian architecture and all, you know, it's really fascinating stuff that's a lot more interesting than, you know, what's happening on the let's say you live in Southern California. What do you think the 405 freeway is going to be like this morning? I think you're probably pretty clear it's fairly consistently awful. So remove all of the drama and crap and replace it with something that's much more interesting. And, you know, you never know where that's going to benefit you as you expand your center of influence and all of that good stuff. So one more point, and then I've got to get to Premiere. Point number 15, have accountability partners who are doing more production than you. If you're having to drag people along and you're the only one being accountable, you need some new upgraded partners. 
So a lot of people connect on the private Facebook page, our premier coaching members. At least you know you have consistent coaching and you're getting the same message and you're of the same mindset. And I guess I'll do one more. Point number 16, track your results. Your goal should be a 10 to 1 ratio of calls made to appointments set. If you're not able to do that, you're either calling a lazy category like just listed and just sold, your public service announcement, you know, to a category that gives you no conflict and, and doesn't require a lot of skill, you may be calling the wrong set of quasi-prospects. You know, if you have a choice between calling 100 just listed so you can say you made 100 contacts versus 10, look at Chelsea's um, story from Facebook, right? There were 10 to contact. She spoke with uh, two or three. She's door knocking the rest of them. Two appointments set. There's no way she has the same amount of time as somebody who's just cranking away to make the contact. So track your results, and you should be going for a 10 to 1 ratio. I know some of our coaching clients have more of a 5 to 1 ratio. Anything you want to add to that, Tim? And I've got to bolt over to Premier. Uh, no, that's about it. So listen, guys, we'll finish up these points tomorrow. Again, sincerely, thank you for helping us uh, get uh, – more than 305 star reviews from the book. Really sincerely appreciate it. It's always, and we, we don't say this lightly, it is truly a great honor to be so many of your coaches or future coaches. Some of you guys are listening and still haven't enrolled in one of our programs. And look, we get it. And you guys want to make sure this is, we're a good fit for you. And I get that fact that some of you might not like our jib jab, and that's fine. Um, we're not going to change it to try to basically appeal to you just to make a coaching sale. We're never going to compromise basically our message. Those of you who get us, which is obviously a lot of you, those of you who get the message, those of you who are seeing the benefits of essentially clear-minded thinking, you know what? We're on the right path together, and we're going to stay there. So if we can ever do anything for you, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com, let us know what we can do to be a service to you. Let us know if you have any suggestions for show topics. Let us know if you have any suggestions for um, guests. I mean, that's always great. If you think you might be a good guest, that's fine. We don't have a lot of guests, but we get a lot of folks asking to be guests, and the reason that, frankly, we don't want a lot of guests on the podcast is because most of them um, are not in alignment with the message that we're delivering. A lot of folks that email asking us to put them on the show are trying to basically thinly disguised, uh, trying to sell some sort of investment product or flipping product or things like that. You guys notice we don't have a lot of that, like none of that on, the, on our podcast. It's because that's not our space. And the whole flipping thing, frankly, we're not big advocates of. We think if you guys have a, a piece of real estate, it's worth flipping. It's even worth holding about, you know, a thousand times more than flipping. The amount of, of a flip is nothing more than a real estate transaction where you get maybe 15% if you're lucky or 10% in all likelihood, whereas your time would have been much better spent had you basically just focused on taking more listings. Now, if you find a house that's got, you know, equity in it, and you can build some equity in it by improving it and you can rent it out. That's how you get rich, guys. If you flip a property, you're not just, you're just creating transactional revenue. If you hold a property, you're creating long-term wealth. That's the reason we don't have a lot of that type of stuff on our show. So if you're listening right now and you have some sort of flip product and you're wanting us to interview you, um, don't bother emailing. Um, for the rest of you who have suggested guests, anybody who you think uh, would be in alignment with what you guys and, and us, the mission that all of us are on, uh, feel free to forward. Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. In the meantime, guys, you have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.